Previously, on Real Fantasy Encounters. An anonymous tip from the student body has revealed that there is a plagiarism organization being run through the art department. Saffron Spirit Caller was found with a heap of these plagiarized documents in his desk last semester. Yeah, but it's just like suspect. There's no like hard proof or anything yet, is there? Rudy, I didn't want to freak you out with this. There's this rumor going around that someone's given us up. I want you to know I would never rat us out. Oh, I, I believe you would never rat us out. But if anything like that comes up, you know that I have your back, Kevin. Without our leadership, this school will tear itself apart. <laughs> and and, and a, a bunch of sorcerer's powers in the hands of, of untrained and apathetic students can only lead to ruin. I mean, like, fair. I've read Lord of the Flies. It was boring, but I get it. Like, goes, um, I'll see you in class. Okay, bye! And yeah. she, just, she just leaves, yeah. We cut to homeroom, and the three of you are in class together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Professor Al Nadir is not there yet, and so there is like this kind of like rumble of uh, voices across the classroom. Someone passes a note up to you, Saffron. You can actually see it up the chain of of desks, and it's come from Lorelai, one of your roommates. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's folded in half. When you get it, open it up, but angle it towards the uh, like the the, the the wall that I'm against. Yeah, it's this crudely drawn stick figure, and it's wielding a sword, but its eyes are drawn as if they're closed, and it's got an arrow pointing to it that says "you." And she's also drawn in some Z's coming out of your face. I'd like to uh, scrunch this up into a ball. Yeah. And then peg it at the back of her head. Yeah, roll an attack <laughs> roll, please. <laughs> um, so that's four die. And this is a forceful. Yeah, man. Attack. Yeah. If if you want to. Yeah, be. absolutely. It's gonna like forceful things by nature attract attention, but I can't think of something more attention attracting no, it's than fine. being smacked in the head with a piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> so that's three to start with. And then these are minus two. Are these minus two each. Yeah, that's a negative one. <laughs> um, that is a leg that sits between the two of them. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, but I don't think it hits Lake. 
I think this fucking goes like veers off. It actually hits Ladasha. Oh no. Yeah. And and she turns around and she looks at you and she kind of looks hurt. Oh. <laughs> like that you've done that. And then she picks up the piece of paper and she unfurls it. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> and she just like can't make heads or tails of it. I just do the I just um hold one finger up to my mouth. <laughs> and yeah, she she like looks at you with arch eyebrows, but she ignores you the rest of class, I think. She goes back to reading. No, I stand up <laughs> and I walk out of the classroom. <laughs> I think he's you like or at least when you get to the door, I'm like, Safi, where are you going? Uh bathroom. It's like about to start. Well, already started. Like professor's late too, but I would ask, but there's clearly no one here. Wait, hold on. And I, I think I write you a whole pass. I'm a student council president. Yeah, I can fucking do that. You can do that. I give you a whole pass, like just in case. That will count as um, a situational aspect. Okay. So that's only going to be temporary. Rudy is so annoyed. Like, he watched all of that happen. And, like, as he got up and walked out, like, Rudy was midway through, like, scrunching up a bunch of paper and putting, like, rubber bands around it (laughs) to make a bigger projectile to throw at him. (laughs) And now he's just walked out. And the student president's just let him go. I didn't see any of this. I'm at the front of the classroom. It happened behind me. Um, uh, When when you you leave, that's when Professor Almadia gets in. Um, and he, he like he kind of like waves his hand at the students. Um, and he goes, "All right, settle down, people. Come on, a little bit of a uh, little bit of attention here. All right. You probably remember me, hopefully from last year. Those of you who attended. All right. But from some of your assessments, it would appear that perhaps you've had another teacher." So I'm going to settle it once and for all. My name, and he writes it up on the board. Oh, God. Is Jabari Al-Nadir. Not Jabaro. Not Jamala, all right? Okay, Jabari. You can call me Professor Al-Nadir here. You can call me Mr. Al-Nadir. I'll extend that olive branch to you. As someone who in high school actually wrote a teacher's name wrong on an exam, <laughs> this does hit. Yeah. He's like, he like slaps his hands together and he goes, it's been six months, people. Learn my name. And without further ado, I'm going to begin orientation. I have a couple of things to cover before we get into class content. So everybody pay attention. First of all. Marja puts her hand up. Uh, Marja, Yeah. Um, Safi, just went to the bathroom real quick. If it's, like, super important, should we wait? You're the student council president, so I'll leave that up to you to catch him up. Okay. And then she starts taking notes. He, um, uh, he goes on, he goes, Now, I don't like treating you like children. Believe me. There are some other members of the faculty who believe that I should. And that is why... We're going to be doing this. And he brings out this stack of papers and plops them on his desk. And he goes, Professor Cortez has stated that there is a lack of proficiency with occult history across the board. So from today until the end of semester, 
we'll be doing surprise pop quizzes. And I think there's like a collective groan across the classroom. Mm. Um, and he goes, everybody quiet. I'm going to hand these out. He like passes a stack to each person. And he goes, you have 10 minutes to complete them. I'll make sure Saffron gets his. Now, no internet, no cheating. I have three pop quiz questions for you today. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Yay! Can, can About we... occult history? Yes. <laughs> Wait, if, oh if we're God. particularly clever, can we draw on fucking... You can use you can use any role that you have here, um, uh, with, with the exception of attack and defense. So overcome or create advantage. Um, uh, Why can't I attack the question? And if any if any stunts apply, um, uh, then you can you can apply them to this test as well. Fuck yes, um, Oren. The answer to any question is always violence. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll we'll cover you in a second. Um, uh, but the two of you, because you're sitting this exam right now. I have a few questions for you. Okay. The first question on this multiple choice um, uh, pop quiz is what year did the Salem Witch Trials commence? Oh. You have four options. <laughs> 1635, 1692, 1681, or 1703. I got my answer. Um, if you want, you can roll rolls for this. I will treat it like uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Um, I... I th- you have a ha- lifeline coach? Yeah. <laughs> this is You can phone a friend. <laughs> I think no, I actually know the answer, but I'm going to write it down. Yeah, write down your answers on a piece of paper so that they are um, forever enshrined. I'm I just going to write them down anyway. I think you come back midway through this exam and Al-Nadir gestures to your seat and then gives you a test. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what, was the, what were the multiple choice options again? Uh, option A, 1635. Option B, 1692. Option C, 1681. Option D, 1703. I, just because it is the the first time we're playing this and I want to get into the habit of this system, I would like to use one of my aspects. Uh, yeah, absolutely. What's the aspect? Um, I'm far more intelligent than people are willing to admit. Okay. Um, uh, so how do you apply that aspect to a role? Um, because you've got to link it with a role to invoke I would, the aspect. I would say clever, like Marja, Marja knows, or at least is starting to figure out how people perceive her, and she is okay with that because it gives her an advantage. So, so is it like I'll I'll say it's a straight up overcome role if yeah. you want, because you're trying to overcome this test cleverly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Invoking an aspect uses fate points. You start with three take that down to two and I start with three or four dice four dice um, and an aspect gives you a, a plus two buff to that roll uh, it has some other options like you can re-roll your roll if it's pretty bad mm-hmm. um, but I will let you know that the difficulty rating for like eliminating this test is uh, like at a four okay oof can that. I use my aspect to re-roll? <laughs> yes, you can. Because there was a three, three, a one, and a four. Yeah, there were three failures and one neutral. Wow, okay. So it's a six <laughs> and a five and a one and one. So they cancel each other out. They cancel each other out. Well, that's it's your flat bonus. Plus three. That is uh, a failure. Okay. Now, you have the option here of just straight up failing to do what you do. 
or to succeed at a serious cost. <laughs> How important is this pop quiz to you? I'm not sure how serious a cost a pop quiz. You can't have. look them up on your phone. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm looking at the book. <laughs> I'm, I'm just. I know what year the Salem Witch Trials were. I'm... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Because yeah, I've got written down what I believe it to be, but I'm probably very wrong. Fuck! It succeeded a serious cost. It's a fucking pop quiz. I, yeah. I can't imagine what the serious cost would be. I think. Wait, if it's cheating, I don't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's the that's the. I mean, there's not there's not really many other ways. Uh, I think around it. Yeah, no, then no, I'll fail. Um, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to cheat. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, I have it written down what I think it is, but you know. Um, uh, the second question is, which is not one of the ingredients in <laughs> which is not one of the ingredients the witches in Macbeth use in their potion? Which, A. Which one is not? Yep. A, is it a dragon scale? B, is it the nose of a Turkish person? C, is it a baby's finger? Or D, is it a dog's tail? This is like going back to school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going I'm going through it in my head. These vibes. Yeah. Uh, I was checking a uh, occult historian because, uh, okay, so uh, I'm the, uh, my concept is underhanded megalith modeler. It is an occult historian type aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, as an occult historian, you can justify understanding and identifying ancient stuff well beyond what most students can achieve. If there's something you don't know, you probably know where to find out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 how would you like to apply that to your role? Um, for each of these questions, um, like if I don't know the answer, I know exactly what student does know the answer. Yes. To I'm presuming to cheat? Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I think it'd be pretty safe to say that Ladasha probably knows the answers to this stuff. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you're sitting in the seat that you are, mm. how are you going to okay. get those answers from her? She is two seats ahead of me. I have my lackey Kevin Fong in front of me. Yeah, um, that's a good time to say that he is not present at Oh, Kevin, fucking <laughs> let <laughs> you down. Seat, his seat is empty. Oh, uh, perfect. I've got a... Damn it. Because <laughs> I was just going to like a pass a note up promising to uh, go after Saffron for throwing shit at her. <laughs> but there is no one in the seats in front of me or like Kevin and Saffron are the two people that sit there. And Rudy has very short arms. <laughs> the desk in front of you is free. You could move to that desk. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not suspicious at all. I think I do that. <laughs> I'll let you do that. Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, But um, uh, like actually communicating with the Ladasha during this pop quiz. Yeah. That's the role that you'll have to roll for. So you're rolling an overcome check or overcome roll? Uh, yeah, this is careful because I'm very, like, this is me subtly moving into this chair up here mm -hmm. and like trying not to get um, uh, Al Nadia's attention. Okay, the the difficulty check for this will be another four. Okay, I can do that. Oh, oh nice. That is three. Uh, three plus my three for uh, being careful is a six. Nice. You I, you succeed with style, I believe. Hang on. So succeeding with style is you have to beat the pre-existing like like uh, check mark by how many? Uh, if your total is at least three greater than the target, that's my mistake. So in this case, it's a success, but a success with style would be a, rolling a seven on this. 
but you succeed, um, uh, which means uh, you accomplish your goal. <laughs> um, how does what does that look like? Uh, like I, I pass up a note. Uh, it says, uh, uh, "Do you want me to go after Saffron for throwing shit at you?" Y N, and then in brackets I say, uh, "Write your response on the front of your test." <laughs> <laughs> Because, um, like, I just want her to, like, lift it up to, over her shoulder. Yeah, and, like, yeah, while yeah. I'm reading the answer, That's I also not read... That's at all. I also read all of her answers she's she, put down. She puts down, um, uh, why? Yes. <laughs> and and then, like, she, like, picks it up and kind of, like, taps it on the table to straighten it out a little bit. Yeah. And you see the answer for question two. Which I will I am you. Okay. Because <laughs> I can't give the answers out I to know, these days. I'm, would you I'm like really to, frustrated because I think I know it, but then I'm like... Would you like to write it on this piece of paper? I would love to write it on this And then send him a note? Like yeah. you're in class? Yes. <laughs> oh. I would like to flash it over my shoulder with <laughs> the answer written down. Um. I, I can hear, like, not that my mom is dead in real life, but I can hear a fucking ghostly form over my shoulder telling me she's gonna like beat me with a shoe if I get the second question wrong. Ask me about this, uh, <laughs> yeah, is your mum a hardcore uh, Shakespeare fan? Big time, yeah. My mum wasn't big on nursery rhymes and she can't sing, so she would just kind of like reread some of her favorite passages from Shakespeare to me at night. And the like Hubble Bubble Toil and Trouble was the main one. And I knew, used to know it by rote, but you know, I moved out and then I forgot everything. Uh-oh. I'm making all this shit up based on what I would just... I'm just picking random things. That's <laughs> the first one, I'm basing purely on the uh, CW television show Legends of Tomorrow, <laughs> where they go to the Salem Witch Trials. <laughs> but I think I might even have that wrong. The, the explicit question is, what year did the Witch Trials commence? Yeah, so I know. when did they start? The final question on this pop quiz is, who was the most powerful oracle of the ancient Greeks? Is it A, the oracle of Crete? B, the oracle of Corinth? C, the oracle of Delphi? Or D, the oracle of Gnosis? I just realized I can just write down my answers in uh, illegible writing and then <laughs> be whatever they want them to be. Yeah. Um, uh, when everyone is finished their tests, uh, uh, al comes around and collects them and he goes, good, I'll have these answers back to you by the end of the week. Is there a end spot of the on- week? <laughs> is, there a spot- God damn it. is there a spot on these tests for the teacher's name? Um, Don't. You could create one. No, like, no, if there, there's, if there, there's if there, space if there enough. If there, there's no, nothing allocated, but... If there isn't one, that's fine. I was just going to leave it blank anyway. Just, just to flex that you know his name after he made a deal of it. <laughs> yeah. There is a space to write your name. <laughs> However... I leave that blank oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gathers, he gathers up the tests and then like, like puts them, puts them on the table, um, his desk in front, um, uh, and he sits down to it and leans under the table and picks up this thing that has been shrouded by a tarp. Um, uh, whatever it is, it makes a glass sound as it hits the table, um, and he's just like. There are two more things that we need to cover today uh, before we get into class content. One, it's come to the faculty's attention that there is a native population of cats on the island. Please stop feeding them. <laughs> this is this is Kelvin Grove days coming back. <laughs> that place was fucking littered with them and they were all 
all so fat. (laughs) (laughs) The cats on this island, they haven't been properly vaccinated uh, and and, uh, probably riddled with disease. Um, uh, If you get bitten... I, I hate to say I told you so, but you probably shouldn't have fed them in the first place, all right? Uh, most of them are mothers as well, and, and the pregnant ones can get, well, catty. And, uh. um, and, and he goes, and then there's this matter, and he, like, pulls up this top, um, uh, like, in a flourish as well, and it's this little terrarium on the table. This week, someone's going to be elected to take care of the school mascot. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> this is Clampy, the crab. And uh, you can see that there is a little hermit crab um, uh, wandering around the terrarium. How on earth is the mascot a hermit crab? Those things don't live long. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> you suspect this is not the first Clampy. <laughs> um, um, uh, and he, he says, please be careful with this. This, this Clampy is my pet specifically, but it's the mascot for the school this year before we get another Clampy. Show him a good time. Make sure he's fed and, you know, try to keep morale up. Maybe, I don't know, post a photo or something on social media. You kids do that, right? He's just like, now, do I have any volunteers? And I was thinking that something like this would happen. Um, yeah, normally, like I, I've realized in the past, I've only ever played characters that like really like any and all animals. But I feel like this time I should mix it up. <laughs> One saffron, two Marja, three Rudy. Rudy. Uh, just, uh, do I really have to look after Clampy? <laughs> Yes, you do. It's just for a week, Rudy. Come on, man. A little bit of personal responsibility. Wouldn't go astray, right? He's looking at me funny, so. <laughs> he looks at everyone that way. And, <laughs> like, you can you can see, like, he brings the hermit crab over to your desk. Yeah. And, and there are, like, little bubbles in its mouth from where it's frothing up. His diet is primarily plankton i guess so you're gonna need to oh. go down to the uh, no i have a lot of that just, yeah yeah you know i keep plankton on my um it's it's all in my room so i don't appreciate sarcasm <laughs> in this classroom rudy no i but, understand so and um <laughs> he says you have to go down to a rock pool or something something that still water and get him from there that's usually where i go okay yeah uh rudy uh, takes this it's like the size of his desk yeah, <laughs> I guess it, like he just takes it up and like puts it between his feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, then uh, Mr. Alnadir, Professor Alnadir, goes back to the front of the class, and class resumes slash concludes for the day. Aspect clampy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, please keep a a list of aspects. Things, facts about the world that you think may apply under certain circumstances in the future. Um, uh, so our aspects is something that just is constantly growing and decreasing. Yes. So some are world aspects that um, apply permanently and universally. Um, uh, for instance, um, the presence of the Sunrise Produce Group here. Mm-hmm. 
um, uh, you know that there is a supermarket that belongs to them um, uh, and, you know, other, other things. Those are like static facts mm-hmm. across the world that you can call upon under certain circumstances to uh, buff your roles. And then there are situational aspects and boosts. Situational is temporary. Boosts are super temporary. That's it's like an, an immediate advantage that you grant yourself, and it just gives you a plus one to your outcome. So, f- for example, um, in Marge's introduction, Eris in training was an aspect that she gained. Would that be more of a permanent or more of a temporary one? Um, I think it's it's temporary in the in the sense that it will change, but it's definitely a character aspect. So okay. it's something that's that's permanent. You can do this for yourself, right? At any time, if you want to roll to create an advantage, that's an aspect. Um, uh, it's going to have it's going to have a pretty significant um, uh, difficulty check. But if you want to give yourself an entirely new character aspect, you can do that. Usually, it's going to it got to involve some level of training or research or something something mm-hmm. along those lines. Um, you get a message from Kevin after class um, saying, "I didn't see you yesterday. We'll catch up this evening." Um, and then it's just. Um, um, uh, it just she just texts back works for me, and then a bunch of like winky face emojis. <laughs> As you try to leave the classroom, Rudy, um, uh, Professor Al Nadir comes up to you and he says, "Hey, uh, uh, yes, sir. Do you I have don't more know hermit crab facts. Uh, no, no. But if you want, I can, I, I can, I can give you the any any reference material if you're interested in them. I mean, Rudy." Rudy does not respond to this. <laughs> yeah, He's just goes, looking at him expectantly. Were you being sarcastic again, Rudy? Uh, no, sir. I'm really excited to look after Clampy. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't recognize it too well in other people. Um, he says. Um, uh, he says no. I wanted to give you this because I, I don't know if Kevin has any other friends, and you guys seem close. Fuck. <laughs> um, he gives you the pop quiz. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna need that back from him. Like, ASAP. Okay. I was going to go check in on him anyway, so. Yeah. Um, good, yeah. Uh, he didn't give any kind of notice that he was going to miss class today. That's kind of etiquette. I'll I'll let him know. And he goes, uh, thanks, Rudy. And uh, yeah, don't forget Clampy. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> he, lo- he looks down at his hands. He realizes that Clampy's still sitting <laughs> underneath his desk. <laughs> um, and he goes... Uh, like I don't know, like do something goofy. Yeah, with no, him. social media. I yeah, know, I'll get, I'll get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, maybe you could make him a little hat. <laughs> I'm just imagining Professor Alabia with like just like a little like cosplay tiny like fucking closet for his hermit crab. <laughs> he's like he's like trying to give you some really like um, inoffensive things that you could do with with the hermit crab. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, and... I, I go back, I collect the crab, <laughs> and then I'm going to head back to the dorm. What floor are we on in this uh, classroom? Um, uh, I'll say that you're on the second floor. I would like to exit out of the window. <laughs> oh my god, you extra bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you jump out. Yeah. Um, uh, I think there's, there's like some bushes underneath as well to break your fall as you come down. I, so I put them there specifically because I've done this before. <laughs> Um, uh, like a bunch of kids, like, like look at you as you drop out of the the second story window. Um, like 
they're used to this kind of strange stuff happening, um, and they just chalk it up to the fact that you are who you are. Um, uh, sort of glare at them as they walk past. Yeah, um, they kind of whisper um, uh, to each other. Probably not nice things. Yeah. Um, the three of you arrive at the dorm roughly the same time. Uh, yeah, we all live in the same dorm normally, don't we? Yeah, yeah, so yeah we're all dorm a, buds. It's so it's not unusual that we're all here, but it's unusual we're all at the front of Kevin's door. Yes, I think like like you guys you guys enter in through the building and you all stop outside of Kevin's room. Yeah, it's like super weird that he didn't rock up. Like there was like I mean when I got home last night, like you didn't have a door, and I was like mm, something happened. Oh, that's not good, Marge. You can just write him a hall pass. Well, yeah. What else am I supposed to do? You need to go, you can't hold it. It's bad for like your organs and stuff. You think he's been off all day pissing? No, I mean that's why I gave one to Safi. Like. I couldn't just let him go and then get in trouble for not having one. Like, we can't, like, like okay, some people have, like, UTIs and bad bladders and whatever. But, like, if you hold it in for too long, it's, I'm, like, I'm really knocking not on good. Kevin's door. <laughs> I'm, I, 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 you, go to, you go to knock at the door. It's at this point um, uh, we flash back to the detention room. Mm. And um, the, the cleaner in front of you um, uh, uh, says... So I think he cuts off my as as she's doing the yeah. UCI. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, 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 wait. Hang on. Let's let's get back on track. I want you to tell me about the day that Kevin Fong disappeared. And uh we flash back to you about to knock on this door. Mm. And as you do, the door opens from within, and a similar looking figure, a cleaner, walks out of Kevin Fong's room. He's wearing the green cleaner's armband. Um, and he goes, whoa, uh, hey, kids. How how often do we see people like cleaners, not just within the school itself, but within dorm rooms? Only when something serious has happened. Cleaners are brought into the school typically by the Sunrise group to do what they do best, which is clean. They are, like, in charge of getting rid of excess arcane residue from areas. Usually after experiments have gone badly, but in uh, worst-case scenarios, uh, when there is, like, an expulsion situation going on. Yeah, okay. Look. Oh, my God. Did, like... Kevin wasn't, like... Actually, I don't know what Kevin does, but, like... I only see you guys when I like blow up labs and stuff. So, is is he okay? Uh, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, he, he went home. What? Uh, he went home. Uh, uh, that's the uh, that's the report story. Anyway, gone back to the mainland. <laughs> People don't go back. And um, he he like scooches past you, and and like knocks on the door opposite, and he goes, "Honey, Lorelai." Uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do we recognize this dude? You don't recognize him because he's in hazmat gear. Um, and then he goes, oh, she she must be a class. She wouldn't pass up an opportunity to hang out with her dad. Oh, my God. Are you Lorelai's dad? Yes, I am. Oh, my God. Have we met this man before? No. No. Oh, my God. I, she goes to shake his hand and then she stops because he's wearing a hazmat suit. Yeah, he's like, Whoa, you don't want to touch this. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, probably not. It'd be like so... 
not good. Anyway, my name is Maja. I'm one of her roommates. She's like totally sweet. Yeah, uh, she's my little angel. You can really see the family resemblance. <laughs> yeah, you, he's like got this reflective helmet on um, with this like like visor, and he goes, "Oh, really?" And like he he looks looks at his body, and he goes, "Oh." Uh, I don't know whether to be offended or uh, complimented. <laughs> um, he goes, uh, anyway, uh, if, if you're looking for Kevin, uh, I don't know where he is. Uh, I'm just here finishing off uh, moving some of the stuff out. Uh, 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 this is going to be an odd question, but I mean, uh, I mean, you're Lorelei's dad, so you're cool, right? Uh, do you have like a, like a, a gun or like a, like, a, a va- a, like a ghost vacuum or something? Uh, no, the only specialized units carry that kind of weaponry. No. Uh, I'm here to perform uh, cleansing rituals, uh, like uh, a cleaner does typically. Okay, if you got cleansing stuff, I- I'm trying to get a novelty photo with this hermit crab. <laughs> oh my god! He's <laughs> like a school project, huh? Yeah. Uh, all right, champ, I'll help you out. <laughs> like I-, I want him to pose like as though he's cleansing this crab. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like he's like holds the thumb thumbs yeah. up, um, and I think he takes out again. He takes out like a tablet. There is um, a program on this tablet called Scorch, uh, which is like the uh, ward protection and and glyph software that does really basic stuff, uh, including like analysis. Um, uh, and he he like he puts that on and like scans the hermit crab, um, uh, and I think he also takes out um, uh, like a. Uh, the equivalent of yeah, like, I think he takes out the biohazard symbol and like like slaps it on the front of the terrarium. Oh, oh yes, um, yes. Uh, and he goes, is, "Is is that enough? No, that's Do you think fair. we should take it further? Uh, further? Oh, I I don't know. Um, uh, like what were you thinking? Because I think we could get real creative with this. <laughs> I, I'm I'm like uh, actually uh, I, I sort of look over to you, Saffron, and I'm like nudging my head as though I want you to go in the room. <laughs> I was well, literally thinking the same thing. You go and distract this guy and we go check out the room that's... Yeah. Yes, vibing. Yes, no, yeah, we take it out into the... Uh, we've actually got, like, a cleaner's closet at the end of stuff. We've got some stuff here I could, like, set up for a little... Uh, great. Um, all right. And then, like, like he, he walks off in the direction that cleaner's closet, presumably yeah. with you. Yes. Um, the two of you, however, can enter into Kevin's room. Oh, Marge is already... Like, the second they're out of eyeline, she just walks in. She's already walking in. Yeah. It is empty. Like, it's it has been reverted back to uh, like like vacant status. There's no no sign that Kevin ever once lived in this building. No no poster stains on the walls. No like indents in the carpet or anything like that. You can sense a faint magical presence, as is the case with this entire island. You feel something. A little different in this room, but that would require a roll to identify him. I would, I I would like to, I guess, overcome this mystery. Overcome your solve point? the mystery, <laughs> <laughs> or, or at least um, because Marja knows this is sketchy as shit. Mm. Um, and she she has a stunt. Uh, forensic chemistry, you get plus two to careful when you create an advantage uh, with searching for clues and studying crime when you use alchemy. Okay. Yeah. You'll be able to use that stunt for sure. 
Um, and it will be a uh, create will be a create an aspect role. But yeah. I'll, I'll allow you to. Yeah, I think that's because you've written it down. I'm presuming that it's abbreviated there. Yes, it, it is an abbreviated one, but yeah. yes, it is a stunt. So I think what she's trying to do is she she one of the things that Marjorie always has on her. She has like this um, like steampunk style alchemical belt that's just full of pockets and vial slots and then it's just full of alchemical supplies and i mean like it kind of looks like a spice rack because most of it is just like cooking supplies but Mm. used in the right way you can use it for alchemy and i think what she does is she starts like she brings out like a little like collapsible mortar and pestle Mm. and then just starts Dumping a bunch of these spices and minerals and just mushing them all together until there's like yeah. this fine powder. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. And she goes, oh, Sappy, stand back a bit. And she pushes you to stand in the doorway. Yep. And she stands in the doorway and she takes a massive lungful of breath like. And then she holds the fist of powder up to her mouth. And then she just does one long extended blow. Just a. Yeah, 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 and, and this dust sprinkles over the room. Over everything, and she's hoping that it will illuminate a shadow or um, a figment of what was here or, like, just basically like a memory, like a shadow of what was here. I'll let you know the difficulty check for this will be a three. Okay. So I've got a plus two from my stunt, and then this is careful. So you get a plus for your Four. careful as well. Yes, so that's plus four altogether. Ooh, that is two failures, a neutral, or a... Yeah, that's a, um, uh, yeah, a uh, tie. And one success from that roll. So that is a three exactly that you Three roll. exactly. Yeah, which means you succeed. Hell yeah. Um, uh, I would like you to record uh, the aspect loose floorboard. <laughs> Loose floorboards. Okay. So yeah, uh, note note the aspect. Um, loose floorboard. Yes, it has been noted. Um, mm. yeah, I think the dust sort of like coats the room, and since like the wind, is there a window in his room? Ah, yeah. The window. The window faces out. Um, uh, like he's got um, a window that faces out from the entrance. If that makes sense. Yeah. So like he can see. The, the interior of the school, um, uh, whereas houses on the opposite side have an inter- like have an exterior view of like the ocean, the mm. town, and and like the wilderness of the island. You discover the loose floorboard by virtue of energies beneath it affecting the dust layer on top, and um, the, you actually see that they hover in midair. It's like the that there is like. An imperceptibly small um, gap between that layer of dust that rests on the floorboard mm. and the dust around it. There are also other things that come up in terms of the role. Um, so, like, you can see, for instance, where he, because he's a technomancer at heart, where he has begrudgingly done, like, technomancer stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, that, that has incorporated occult um, powers into it. Um, uh, but the the floorboard is definitely the most active thing in this room. Oh. I think um uh, the we cut to you briefly, Rudy. Mm. Um, and and this has kind of gotten out of hand now. 
Like he's wrapped like a bunch of warning tape around it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and and he's he's just like, maybe I can go to the truck and get. Uh, no, that's no, that's a stupid idea. No, I, I'm sure you've got a uh, jobs after this. Uh, to go to. Uh, look, this is plenty much enough to freak out my professor when he sees these pictures. <laughs> He's like, he's got a flip. <laughs> he's like, uh, some uh, uh, good-natured mischief. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Keep a good-natured, otherwise you might see me again. <laughs> uh, fuck. Anyways, he goes, I'm just joshing with you. Yeah. Anyway, uh, good to meet you, kid. Uh, uh, say hi to Lorelai for me. Oh, I will. It's all good. And and uh, he, I think he like like uh, puts down whatever items he'd appropriated from the from the uh, like the cleaning cupboard um and and he walks out through the front doors um he doesn't look inside the room i i sort of like lift clampy up i'm like i'm, I'm really growing on you if kevin <laughs> is truly gone you seem like a pretty good replacement <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he kind of uh, chitters in response <laughs> yeah i'm going to uh yeah go back uh like poke my head in the door and go well what do we find well, there's, well, like, this is weird. And she kneels down and just, like, unabashedly just rips this floorboard up. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, uh, you ripping up the floor is pretty weird. Can you roll me a defend roll, please? Oh, fuck yeah. Um, uh, the, the difficulty for this one is, we'll say, a four again. Four? Okay. Um, hmm. So, uh, how are you ripping up this floorboard? Because, uh... You you'd like oh you haven't ripped it up it's loose so you, you can you can just open it up um uh, but as you open it up um you are zapped by something okay like this this like um uh, purple bolt like comes out of the darkness of the floorboards and I've got a roll to defend myself from this yeah the difficulty check is a four okay I feels think... like being shocked by a bug zapper I think the one that makes the most sense is just being quick. Okay, yeah, yeah, like yeah. reflexes. Yeah, just like straight up reflexes. Um, so that is a fail. And Okay, you got to remind me again. I haven't written yeah. these down. Sorry. So um, uh, one to two is a failure. Three to four is neutral. Five to six is a success. Mm-hmm. You add up the total of your dice. So okay. um, uh, success is plus one. Failure is minus one. Neutrals is zero. Okay, so that is neutral, neutral, minus one, plus one. So that's standing into zero, so that's one. <laughs> I got a one. <laughs> so how damage works in this game is it operates on shifts. Um, uh, and uh, shift damage is, is the calculation of the, the total that you roll and the difficulty check. So in this case, the difficulty was four. You rolled a one. I rolled a one. Which means that you take three shifts worth of, uh, I guess it's stress is the idea. Mm-hmm. So we have <clears throat> hope and consequences. Yeah. Uh, there is a defend action here. Yes. Which I was planning on doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what she, that's what, um, that's what I rolled. Maja has just done. That my, that defend roll <clears throat> was a reaction to the electricity. But you, uh, yeah, right. you now suffer the consequences of, the opponent's success. In this case, it is this thing that has zapped you from from out of the dark. If anyone wants to, um, can you defend or defend? No, but you can assist. 
How does assisting work? Is it just so? Them? I should have I should have been more explicit, but like um, uh, how assisting works is that you can um, invoke an aspect on behalf of another person if you have the fate points to spend and give them a plus two to their role. Um, uh, so you guys would both have to help me for me to even make this check. But I think because the role has says ended, um, I think for now, for we'll now, yeah, like yeah. that, um, uh, because it gives me an opportunity to actually have a look at shifts. And um, I, I know it's probably not a good idea to use my character as a playtest, like dummy. But I, I think it will be interesting to figure out how these effects, um, like will affect ongoing play. Yep, absolutely. Okay. You smiled when you looked at your laptop then. Yes. I might want to retroactively take that back. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, sorry. Yeah, 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 Okay, so to absorb shifts, you can choose to take stress. The stress boxes are these ones here. They're called hope boxes, right? If That's only if you wish. Um, uh, you can only check one stress box for a single hit, but you can check a box and take multiple consequences. You can't check a stress box that already has a check mark in it, but your stress box is clear at the end of each scene. You can take um, one point of, of stress to negate one shift. That's how I understand it. Mm-hmm. Like right? that's, is that the whole shift or one shift point? One shift point. Okay. So because this was a shift of what, four? This is a shift of, of three. 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 So, okay. You could, you could negate one shift. After that, there are consequences. So consequences are special aspects that represent serious harm and longer-lasting trauma. You have three consequence slots, and each absorbs a different number. So the consequences are the little rectangle um, uh, forms there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so there are mild consequences, moderate, and severe consequences. So severe is when you take a total of six shifts. I would like you to take the mild consequence if you're just going to take the consequence. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, burned, please. So if I was to use one of my hopes, what would that do in terms of lessening that consequence? Um, uh, it, so you can take the stress, but a mild consequence is two shifts. Anyway, so you're going to get a consequence even if you use the stress in this case. Not if you use the three box. Not if I use the three box. Oh, okay. Right. Doesn't... That's right. You don't have to use them in order. Uh-huh. Um, you know what? This is session one. I don't want to stick myself with a, a fucking uh, a long-lasting consequence. I'll leave that for episode two. It is only a mild consequence. I know. With the correct medical application, you could get rid of that, but... We don't want to have to go explain this to the school. Yeah, nurse I don't want to. Yeah, we've mm. just had cleaners in here. I'm just going to get rid of that three box because I feel like I'll. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're demonstrating the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're good. we're figuring it out, putting it all on display. Um, I think you whip your hand back fast as the lightning that shoots out of this this hole. Maja is very used to alchemical explosions and mistakes. Mm. And it like, it goes like that and hits the ceiling and it leaves like a little scorch mark in the top. Ooh, that's interesting. Um, uh, like, like looking down into the hole, you can see that there is something glowing down there. Some sort of thing. I mean, I You're not up, certain. Get you out my identified. phone light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you, you light it up inside there and whatever's down there from just from observing it is technological in construct. I think I just like chuck a pencil 
down into the hole to see if the electrical field is still there yeah. or if it's just like a one-time booby trap. Yeah, you drop you drop a little pencil down there um, and this lightning arcs up from it and like whiplashes the pencil out. Um, uh, very faintly from, from the hole, you hear, ah, 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 this is Kevin's personal stash. <laughs> is, is that a pre-recorded voice or is that a human? It's a pre-recorded voice. I'm not really so good with all like the techie stuff. Is there something you guys can do? I don't like... Alchemy isn't really good with... Do you want me to get it? I mean, that'd be good. <sighs> All right. I, um, I walk over to the hole, and I pull out my... Uh, uh, I take my sword off my back. Uh, it's still in the, in, the, in the thing. And I sort of hold it out. Um, and I'm going to use um, some of my occult abilities to... Um, Pillar of Lightning, protect me from your cousins. And I'm just going to stab oh! uh, <laughs> straight down into the hole. This is going to have a a difficulty rating of seven. Yeah, if you if you go ahead with it, then it risks potentially invoking some other aspects. I'll I'll foreshadow that. I would actually like contest and stop you from doing that. Like as I see the plunge going down, I'll stop. I'll go. No, 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 no. You've you're holding a lightning rod. I'm diffusing the lightning with my magic. That's it's technological. Like it's probably like a USB or something down there, and you're going to stab clean through it. Oh, I suppose. And I could try bringing it here. I mean, it, I mean, if you went to such an effort to hide it in the first place, it's probably like mm, more important to us and like you know useful and junk if it's like intact or whatever. How do you think it feels about magnets? Better than being stabbed. Try that then. Pillar of Earth, come towards me. And I'm trying to invoke a magnetism field. Yeah, okay. Um, Give me that roll. Overcome? Yeah, I think so. The majority of these rolls are going to be overcome rolls, as well as creating advantage rolls. Now, I'm using my abilities through this, Hmm. which means I'm using the, the, the blades arcana, because that's how I use my abilities. Mm-hmm. So my aspect, uh, my student aspect, inheritor of the spirit blade, mm-hmm. is something that I could invoke here. Okay. Because th- that gives you... When so you you're channeling, you're channeling the magic through, through the, the blade. blade as a focus. Yes, that's how I channel all my magic. Okay. Um, uh, certainly. And um, does, I'm not, I'm still, still going to remember, what's invoking aspects... So invoking an aspect requires you to spend a fate point. Right, okay, and that'll let me re-roll if it's bad, right? Yeah. Okay, so I might not need to. You might not need to, but if you're going to invoke... Oh, you can invoke the aspect afterward. Yes. Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, retroactively you can. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. I think this is probably more of a clever approach. So clever, yeah. Okay. Flashy, maybe? It it would definitely be flashy. It doesn't feel forceful. Um, uh, it isn't forceful. No, I might go. I might go flashy. I will. Um, I will uh, state that because you are no longer stabbing this, the difficulty check has decreased significantly, and is now a four. Yeah, it's still only a one. Jeez. So that's a failure. I'm gonna you use can my succeed at great cost if you wish. I'm going to use my aspect to re-roll that. Yeah, because okay. I'm, again, I'm invoking it through the. Through Remember to note how many fate points that that you yes. have, because when you use these invokes, yeah. And and just just to remind us, do these fate points? How do they regen, and how do we gain more? 
um, when you are compelled to take the consequences of an aspect, um, uh, then you gain a fate point. Um, uh, fate points also recharge between sessions. I believe there are others that are linked to stunts and abilities and things like that, um, uh, but they're situational. I'm going to choose to succeed at great cost. Because you rolled... The same thing. The same. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm going to compel an aspect on all three of you. Cool. It's up to you whether you choose to accept it um, or you can reject the compel with an additional fate point. Okay. Um, uh, that aspect is live wires. Because you succeed. Like, this thing shoots up out of the um uh, out of the the hole in the floor and it's attached to your sword and the force of it coming up like like brings your sword into the air and arc lightning shoots in all directions um i would like you to all give me an additional defend roll okay um uh, <laughs> you especially <laughs> i need you to be explicitly clear about how you were defending yourself from this cuz you are still carrying the sword that it's attached to I'm going to spend the fate point to not do that. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rudy, you see this coming a mile away and you jump out of the room, I think. Yes. <laughs> I'm holding a crab that's in, like, water. Yes. <laughs> Presumably. Yeah, You absolutely. just stopped me from stabbing it and, like, this still isn't going to end well. <laughs> so you're still holding Clampy? Yes, I Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to roll that defend because I, I got, like, I almost got shocked once. Across the board, the difficulty check for this will be four again. Yeah, I th I think, yeah. I, yeah, she's just going to try, and she's like, oh, I dodged it once before. I can try to do that again. How am I going to defend against this? Drop the fucking sword. Nope. You could, <laughs> you could concede. You, there, there is also an option to concede. Um, you, could, you could just take this damage, and but, but you, get a, you get a say... In what happens to you afterward. So like like this thing is going to do damage to you. Yeah. But you get a say as to how you take it. By conceding, could I lower the roll that Marja would have to make? No, but you would gain a fate point if you conceded. It is just like like fritzing through the air. Like <laughs> there's lightning like crawling up the walls, up into the ceiling. The floor itself is just yeah. riddled with bolts of purple energy. While you think, I'll roll mine and give you some time. I, I'm going to roll, and then depending on how I roll, that will determine what I do. Mm. Because if I fail, I know how I fucking fail. Okay, that's a neutral, that's a neutral, that's a minus one, that is a one, and I was going to... Oh, I should have said beforehand I was using flashy. That's okay. Um, but so that is a plus two, which is a fail since the mark bench was three. Uh, yes. So I think the way that I tried, because I knew the lightning was coming, so I had my hands in my pockets and I was reaching for like a a, a rune, well, like a crystal with a couple of runes carved mm -hmm. in it. And it is a crystal that sort of negates elemental damage. Yeah. But, you know, I was being hasty and the lightning came out of nowhere real fast. I grabbed the wrong crystal and I like the way to use it is you just crush it in your hand. Um well it like it negates fire damage, not not lightning not damage. Lightning damage. <laughs> well, you you all have aspects attached to your characters that you can call upon, mm. right? 
and and can invoke on behalf of other people. So Actually, if you're willing to use a fate point to uh, help Marja out, you can. I've, um, I've got nothing that would help, I'm afraid. That means that you take an additional two shifts. Cool, cool, cool. Your your burnt aspect um, uh, is transformed into. A oh, I didn't scorch. get that. Remember. I... Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. Then, yes. then, then, if you accept this, then um, I get the burnt that I avoided. Burn. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Cool. <laughs> I'm just going to accept. I'm not going to defend. Okay. So you're so going to concede. A, yeah. So I get a fate point for that. Yeah. You get a fate fate point. Yeah. I don't regret doing that one earlier because if I had kept it, I'd just still be scorched now, regardless. <laughs> so now <laughs> I've, I've now I've just got a small electrical burn. Yeah. 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 I think um. Uh, you know, you you kind of attempt to duck out of the way, but you were still struck by this. Whatever is hitting you with this with this lightning energy, it wasn't designed to kill people. It was designed to keep them away. Um, uh, and you concede. Yeah. Well, you're holding on to it, and when Maja finally stumbles out of the room, you were hit with the full force of um uh, of this um uh, electricity which means that you take four shifts. Okay. Um, and I'll let you know that that is a moderate consequence straight off the bat. Um, can I absorb two of those? Yeah. And that way it's only a mild? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could absorb three of them and not qualify for a mild one at all. Oh, okay. So you can do that as well. Yep. Yeah, okay. I'll do that. Boom. Yeah, yeah. I think you like like you were knocked back against the wall from from the force of it, um, uh, and like after a while, it just kind of runs out of juice, and you hear like a little internal motor just like go meh, 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 and just cut out flat. Um, uh, you've successfully absorbed this lightning, <laughs> um, uh, but you were smoking. Sort of hair just like frizzing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, like you know, like the, there's there's still like little bits of static coming off of you as well. What exactly was the item that was magnetized out of the hole? Well, this thing, whatever it is, um, it was attached to a Tesla coil. Um, the Tesla coil itself was the the mechanical object. What's underneath it is this pretty schmick looking case. It's a vape box. <laughs> You can find us at RF Encounters on Twitter or as Real Fantasy Encounters on Facebook. We appreciate any support, whether that's leaving a review or telling a friend about us. Thanks for listening and see you next week.